This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. They're longtime friends. Let me tell you something real quick about Dibs that I'm sure not everybody knows. <laughs> and first-time partners. Hang in there, big guy. There'll be bright days ahead. Now these two homegrown Bay Area boys finally come together to take over sports talk. Get the hell off of my doorstep. Major League Baseball, you stink. It's Willard and Dibs. <laughs> Ninety-five-seven. The game. Don't look. Don't think. Just answer the question. Who do you think is the absolute best team in the NFL? Philadelphia. Okay. Okay. I'd say Philadelphia. Who's next? Boy, that's where it gets tough. Mm-hmm. I'd probably go Kansas City. Okay. Would who's, be next. Who's next? That's where it gets tough. Does it? I mean, yeah. I, I would have thought Buffalo, but. They've got some problems. They've lost a couple in a row. Miami sure looks good. The Niners were terrific. Uh, Dallas with a hiccup. Wouldn't be Dallas. I don't believe in the New York football giants. So I'd probably go with, uh, I'll say the 49ers. Okay. Oh, no, that's not where I was going. I knew, obviously, in very short order, one way or another, I could get you to say the word Buffalo. Yeah. Uh, Buffalo Bills, this is a fact. Not only they lost two in a row, the Buffalo Bills are in third place. Uh, in their own division. Yeah. The Buffalo Bills are in third place. It doesn't mean there's a problem. I guess here's my point. Did the 49ers win yesterday? You were there, right? Yeah. You were there because I never know. I never trust what's coming through my television set. Maybe it was a fictional piece. Did the 49ers win yesterday? I believe they scored more points than the team they were playing they against. They did? Because yeah. that's what my TV said. Is that what you saw in person? Yeah, the scoreboard uh, right. said 22-16 when all was said and done. Um, the 49ers did not look, look, look. <laughs> Thank like you. we wanted them to look, look, look. But... Are you not all gathering the same message? This was always true, but more so this year, right? The parody is at an all-time high. Okay, we got we got the Tampa Bay Bucks over here about to win a uh, a division in the NFC, and they're five and five. Okay, there's there's parody everywhere. Winning games in the NFL, no matter who you're playing, let alone a team with a winning record. Winning games in the NFL is not to be dismissed. It's not to be flicked off like a bug that landed on your arm. So I know that everybody still wants, with names like this on the offense, you want a traveling roadshow. You want it to look like the Golden State Warriors have looked at times through the last decade, where it's just like, my God, this is the best show in sports. The 49ers, as it stands currently, are not the best show in sports. Uh, but they're a pretty good football team, and that was a pretty good win. That was a great win, and it was a defensively-fueled win, and it was really the way this 49er team is going to win games. If you think that because they have all these weapons that they're going to suddenly go out and score 72 points, I think you're sadly mistaken, and 
when you have a defense this good, one of the best defenses in football, and you have a great running game, and you have a head coach who loves to run the football, a tight end who loves to block up in the run game, this is going to be the way you go about trying to win games. Well, it's funny because uh, uh, I got a text message from the lovely Christy during the game, and she goes, hey, do the 49ers even have a hurry-up offense? Like, do they have that in their book? And I'm like, well, <laughs> yeah. They do. They do. They've rarely had to use it. And then at times when they were supposed to use it, they still didn't use it. Remember Atlanta. Yeah. We're down two touchdowns. We're fine. They actually went to it early in the game. It wasn't a hurry up, but what it is, it's called the sugar tempo, where you're not huddling. You're not really hurrying, but you're not huddling. They went right. to that early in the game last well, night. Well, true. But the Niners, more often than not, when you watch them, right, they look like they're just kind of chilling. Yeah. It's like, you know, yeah, we're, we're bebopping along, and they might be down by 10 points, and that makes people very uncomfortable. But it is the game plan. I do think the 49ers do have some 30-something point games in their future. Um, they better have one when Miami comes to town. I think they might they might need it. But it was very obvious to me from the jump, the San Diego, don't get it twisted. By the way, quick aside, did I hear beat LA chance last night? Did I, I didn't hear any. Did, you didn't? Because no, the, the no. boys reported to me, because I watched a lot of the game on mute because I was doing the show right. on Fox during the game. But um, I'm, 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 I'm hearing that there was... There was a beat LA chant. I'm, I'm like, in a hermetically sealed press box, right. so you can't hear anything other than the press box PA announcement. Do not give the Chargers that kind of a nod to use the beat LA chant against them. That is reserved for the Rams. Even they're Me, borrowing I was it. Say, it's really the Dodgers, Dodgers and, and the Lakers. That's it. Beat LA. That's San Diego that you played last night. So anyway. Um, the game plan against the San Diego Chargers was obvious. We think we can run the ball. We think that over 60 minutes of action, we are going to wear this team down. We think our defense is going to get the upper hand once we see what they're doing and we'll get the adjustments. Like, even when they're down by 10, I, I, I felt pretty confident for the majority of that game the 49ers were going to win. Did you? Not really. No? no? No, especially, and I think Joe made a good point about when uh, Herbert got hurt, if he doesn't get hurt and they pop that in for a touchdown, we've got a different kind of ball game. Yeah, that was all the way back at the 30-yard line. It's not like they were about to. They weren't at the two-yard line. It's no, not, but right? they were. There you were know, questions they there. They were in, in a position where they could still go down and score a touchdown. Yep. He gets hurt. They settle for three. That did change the course of the game. But the first half, I thought the 49ers were flat. Offensively, I thought they were pretty flat. Defensively, they were maligned on that opening drive, 75-yard drive. I mean, L.A. went boom, 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 straight down the field, punched in the mouth, 7 nothing. That, to me, was a little bit troubling. So, yeah, I wasn't panicking like, oh, they're going to lose this game. But I was definitely concerned. I mean, that's the Rams did the exact same thing. Um, and, and, and you know what I love about this? And maybe it's because I watched a team closely do this. But years ago when I was working with the, uh, the USC Trojans in the Pete Carroll era, uh, they, they, they would do this all the time. You watch a team come out and often they're going to go right down the field and make it seven to nothing. And the sideline would go, OK, we got it now. We just right. We just needed to get a look at what you were doing, 
and we got it now. And the last two games against the Rams and Chargers, that's what it's looked like for D'Amico Ryans. Thank you. There's your seven points. You just told us what you're doing. Now we're going to make our adjustment and say goodbye to the end zone because you're never going to see it again. <laughs> and that's the end of that. And we're going to shut you out in the second half. It's a phenomenal formula. I'm not saying you can snap your fingers and do that every week. I'm not saying you could do that to a Bills or a Chiefs or even an Eagles or a Vikings. But uh, it's a really, really good formula. And, you know, all the people who were like uh, after the Chiefs game when they're like, everybody get off of the whole D'Amico's going to get hired somewhere else wagon. Well, that wagon is rolling again uh, because the 49er defense is at least healthy enough. If you shut teams out in the second half, my God, you're going to win a lot of football games. Yeah, and shut them out in the way that they did. And basically what you said before is true. And as far as their approach goes, they were going to run it until they got stopped. They didn't get stopped and they were going to dare uh, San Diego, L.A., however you want to call it, to run it, knowing that they probably couldn't run it. Austin Eckler, uh, shout out the over five and a half catches. That was easy money yep. at minus 150. They couldn't run it with Eckler. They could only throw it to Eckler. And once you realize they couldn't run the ball, you didn't have to do anything special defensively. They played mostly their base defense after that opening drive. So it's Willard and Dibs. We're very, very glad you're with us. Good morning, Twitch and YouTube. Thank you for watching. 888-957-9570. We would love to take your calls. Cheryl Bosa wearing a split jersey will join us in about 20 minutes. Looking forward to that conversation. You can text in your thoughts as well. Xfinity Mobile text line. And with regard to this victory, uh, it is not us. It is Jimmy Garoppolo that would like to pose the question to all of you today. Tell them we got the W tonight, and that's more important than any uh, 72 points. That's the style of defense these guys play, though. Um, they take away you know, stuff like that and make it hard on you, make you do those 10, 15 play drives that we had to do tonight. And It's not going to be flashy, but you know, W is a W, and I hope the fans are happy with that. Okay, so are you? <laughs> are you happy hey, with fans, that? Hey, fans, are you, are you happy with that? They didn't cover. They didn't get to 30 points. McCaffrey was just kind of, eh, kind of, quite frankly, outplayed by Eli Mitchell coming out of the backfield. Um, so all the players that we were excited to see, I can't wait to see McCaffrey and Debo together, and George Kittle. Well, all three of them were like, eh. But meanwhile, Eli Mitchell, Juwan Jennings, and portions of Brandon Ayuk were actually at the forefront last night. But it was a win. It was a win over a team with a winning record. The 49ers are now poised to re-grab the NFC West. All they got to do is win in Mexico City over Arizona. Uh, by the way, maybe that's easier said than done. But yesterday was a... F Did you notice? Yesterday was a phenomenal day. Great day. For the 49ers. They won. The Seahawks lost. The Rams lost. There were even some little things that would worry you potentially down the road. Like Dallas lost. Justin Fields yeah. looks good all of a sudden and has a tiebreaker over you. And even though they were only three, if they had gotten to four and six, it's like, well, they're in the neighborhood yeah. of where this is going in the second the half. neighborhood play. They blow a game. Like, the NFC has gone exactly the way you and I talked this out on Friday. Yeah. I'm like, tell me who's going to crash the party and keep the 49ers in the playoffs. I don't see it. And then yesterday went perfectly. Yesterday was perfect. Yeah. But was it good enough for you? That's, it, it, that's it, it, the it, thing, yeah. 957, 957. I'm glad you asked that because it should be good enough. They won the dang ball game, you know, and they did it the way Kyle Shanahan likes to do it. 
37 minutes of time of possession. You keep your defense fresh, you keep your defense nasty, and they went out there and they handled the business. You ran it 41 times. Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't need to be that special when you've got a run game humming the way it is. You've got a selfless George Kittle, only one catch. Debo did his part. McCaffrey wasn't fantastic, but Eli Mitchell came back healthy and fresh. That's the blueprint to win games. If you don't like the way that they won that game yesterday, you're going to have a hard time liking this 49er team. That's a great point. And then I'll add this. Do you know who would trade places with the 49ers, at least for yesterday? The Bills. Because you know what they had? They had a pretty loss. Oh. It was gorgeous. One of the most exciting games in history. Beautiful. Wow. Bravo. I was entertained. Were you entertained? So entertained. Are you not entertained? The game was incredible. It was absolutely bananas. And uh, and the Bills are pretty. Josh Allen's pretty. And Stephon Diggs is pretty. And Singletary was, was pretty yesterday. They got all kinds of pretty. And they lost. So I, I, I'm out on pretty losses. I don't need aesthetics. As you said, the 49ers, maybe a year and a half ago, tried to do something that was going to lead to aesthetics. I don't think that's what they wanted. But the idea of Trey Lance being a much more talented quarterback who could do more things on a football team. I think the thought was, well, the 49ers are going to go from good to unstoppable because if they've got a playmaker at quarterback instead of somebody who can just sort of distribute, like, man, what what, what on earth are you going to do to stop this team? Well, maybe it still will be that at some point, but obviously it's not yet. Um, so this version of the 49ers yeah, like I'm not I'm not here for aesthetics. I'm here for January. Right. You're here for February too, hopefully. Uh-huh. I mean January uh-huh. is gonna happen for all teams based on this new wonky eighteen week schedule with well, seventeen that's games. So <laughs> that's true. they're we're all playing all here in January. For January. But yes. we want late January. We want in to February and you know, we'll get into the Arizona game as we get through this week, but this game suddenly is bigger than it would have been because Arizona beat the Rams. So Arizona's thinking, hey, if we beat the 49ers, we're back in this thing. It's probably as close to a must-win for Arizona. It's a gotta-have-it game for Arizona, certainly. But everything broke the Niners' way other than Minnesota winning. Minnesota, by the way, with a a four-and-a-half game lead. And this is this is not a baseball. It's not the the AL Central. This is the NFC North, and they're up by four and a well, half. I mean, people have talked about the Eagles as if they're the one seed, and that's done the whole time. And I know it feels like more than a one game lead because the Eagles are the team that beat the Vikings. Right. So it is a little bit more. I guess it's a game and a half lead, if you will. But this thing is far from over. Like the Vikings, look at that resume. I know we look at them, and it's like, well. Gosh, you barely beat Detroit, and you barely beat, and barely you barely, beat everyone, and you barely, yeah. and they've beat everybody except for Philadelphia. That's their only loss. That's not a bad loss whatsoever. Last yesterday's game, that's the game that classically Kirk Cousins always loses, right? And he air quotes he won it. I get where people will poke holes in this. They're like, well. The game-winning touchdown, they had four downs at the five-yard line all the way down to the one. A quarterback sneak at the one. They don't get in. And then they win the game because their defense hops on a fumble. <laughs> and Kirk Cousins on the final drive, you know, fourth and forever, and, and he converts because he just hucked it up, and Justin Jefferson is insane. He's so you good. Like he, you like that. You like that. You didn't have to do anything. You just throw the ball in Justin's general direction. 
But that was the game he classically loses. Yeah. He didn't lose it this time. Their seven-game win streak, they've won by four, three, seven, eight, eight, three, and three. So no. All one-score no games. No two-score yeah. wins. That's incredible. But One score inside. But they're but but that's the but they're NFL. Winning the game. They're winning exactly. the game. Like, I mean, that actually, I think that brings confidence that this is a team that does not mind uh, a game in the balance with two minutes to go. They yes. they have performed in that in that way many many times in this win. And street. I think we saw last night the 49ers in a similar way. They got down in that game, and there was no sense of panic. There was no changing of the game plan. There was no opening up of the offense. They stayed the course with what they do well, which is run the ball. They methodically got back in the game. They never really on the scoreboard completely dominated the proceedings, but. 400 yards of total offense. Kyle Shanahan said it after the game. We were the better offense, and it took time to exert their will and ultimately swing the game in their direction. But when the defense is playing that well and the Niners are converting on third down at that rate, 9 of 17 yesterday, you're going to win a lot of ball games. I'm not, I'm not dismissing this one. Like, and, and I really would encourage everyone to not. Think about this now. Okay, this is a football team that's lost to the Bears. They've lost to the Broncos. They've lost to the Atlanta Falcons. And now there's a line of people to be like, well, the Chargers aren't that good. Mm, yeah, they're not great. They're not the Chiefs. They're the Bills. But this is a B-plus team in the NFL. This is a team that is contending for the playoffs in the AFC. This is a very good win. In fact, could I venture to say this was, this was their best win of the year? Probably. It's the best team that they've beaten. Well, they only have two wins against teams with winning records. And the Seattle team they beat in week two is not the Seattle team Agreed. that they've become. And yesterday, notwithstanding, Tampa Bay looked like they might be a team that can turn things around. Uh, although maybe they should stop throwing the ball to Tom Brady. Just that that was, that was, I, I just, I mean, I was like, you know, we haven't done, we haven't done a what are you doing in, in, in quite some time. Uh, maybe we should, Spadone, in about three minutes. Can we go? Let's go talk to Bob in San Francisco first. <laughs> hey, Bob. Here on Willard and Dibs. Bob, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just getting ready to uh, do some some chores and stuff, but uh, just love listening to you guys. Um, Thanks, I got Bob. a couple issues with the game in the first half. I think the play calling could have been a little better offensively. He kept throwing the ball instead of trying to run. Uh, another thing I think is obvious is that uh, trading Jeff Wilson kind of hurt us in the short term. Because he used to explode through those holes. And I think, I don't want to call McCaffrey a third down back, but that's generally how he is because he's a threat. He can catch and run. Um, he's not the guy that's going to be pounding the ball. I think that's Mitchell. And then Mitchell was a little rusty, but he picked it up at the end of the game. That was just my observation of what huh. was going down. And so, yeah, yeah, that's, that's interesting. That's interesting, Bob. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't really share a whole lot of that. Eli Mitchell averaged almost five yards a carry, and that's it, the reason why they traded Jeff Wilson Jr. Right? Because Eli like, Mitchell and he are duplicitous in terms of what they can do. Well, and they that, duplicate each other. Yeah, look, that's Christian McCaffrey. Okay, that's the reigning NFC Offensive Player of the Week. Just because last night was not some sort of like perfect performance, are we really like? Did I just hear someone say we'd rather have Jeff Wilson back rather than Christian McCaffrey? Yeah, I, I, this don't, is not, I don't ascribe to that. <laughs> like, yeah. like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, I don't want Christian McCaffrey to have to show out like a crazy person every single week for the 49ers to win. I love 
that the 49ers won a football game over the San Diego Chargers with McCaffrey just averaging 2.7 a carry. Yeah, he got in the end zone at the end. So there you go, fantasy players. You got that. But, you know, four catches, 39 yards. It was just a ho-hum whatever, and, and they won anyway. I don't want the 49ers to have to need any one person right. in order to win. Well, and it's now built to where they won't need any one person. And Debo was able to get... His four carries for 27, couple of catches. Brandon Ayuk looking like the number one wide receiver. Yep. And you mentioned it before, Jawan Jennings, he deserves a lot of praise for a couple of big third down catches. That man is a converter. Yeah. He is a converter. That's what he is. Catalytic uh, converter. Yes, he is. Will and Marin is next up on Willard and Dibs. Hi, Will. What are you doing? Hey, guys. Just driving, cruising to work. Uh, thank you guys for always taking my call. I really appreciate it. Yeah, man. Um, what the Niners are doing right now, I think, is a very good rehearsal for playoff football. I'd rather them be going through adversity now, like, you know, being down at the half, coming back, being in uncomfortable moments and stuff and proving that they can do it. That's just a lot better. You know, I, I'm happy that they're not winning pretty. A lot of those teams that are winning pretty that head into the playoffs get smacked in the mouth and they really don't know what's going on. The Niners, they're getting smacked in the mouth early sometimes, and guess what? They're coming back and doing it. And it's kind of like a kind of like an MMA. It's like, do you want the guy that's going to go out and try to knock someone out and get knocked out, or do you want the Wiley veteran that's going to go in overcome adversity and then winning those championship rounds. Those Niners are looking like some seasoned vets and it's looking we're looking really, really, really good. So yeah, I'm I'm actually excited and I was with you, Willard. Even when we were down, I was like, there's no way that the Chargers pull this out because the Niners are just too good everywhere else. So thanks, guys. Yeah, well, thank you. The Niners were the better team, and and that's not a, a bad point either. Like, if they end up in Philadelphia in late January, if that were to happen, yeah. and there's weather, like the 49ers appear to be a team that 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 can, they play football yeah. in that kind of a, a of a scenario. And we've seen it in years gone by where they have the ability to to just pound the rock and run it. Last year, for example, in Green Bay, that was a horrific weather game, and yet. You had enough. You kept it close. Hufanga picks up the the block punt and scores, and you move on to the NFC Championship game. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So an underrated pick that he made last night, by the way, at the end of the game, too. That was not an easy catch off the turf, Mm -hmm. uh, and he was able to make it. All right, hit it, Spadone. Let's go. Can we do this? Willard and Tibbs have a lot to say. My only weapon was my mouth. But they just have one big what are you right doing now? right now? What are you doing right now? What are, what are you doing right now? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? All right, we haven't done it in a while, uh, and we can be quick. Somebody with the Tampa Bay Bucks <laughs> sat down with a pen and a paper and went, you know what we're going to do? Here's what we're going to do. We're going to throw the ball to Tom Brady. And somehow, whoever that person was talking to didn't laugh the other person out of the room. Hey, Box, I know it was 7 in the morning and a lot of people were still asleep. Sleep deprived. What are you doing? <laughs> they split him out twice, well, Mark. What are you? That was the second time he went out in the pattern. Yeah, but the first time they didn't actually try to throw it to him. Right. They threw it to him. He tripped over his own feet. The ball was intercepted. And I'm like, yeah, that's exactly how that's going to go if you try to throw the ball. Then he made the tackle, though. <laughs> With a scissor kick. What? With a scissor trip. Well, he knows. He's a quarterback. You can't actually lead with your helmet. So, let's go ahead and lead with the feet. And he was on his butt. So, what else is he going to do? It would have taken him four (laughs) minutes to get up to try to track that down. Cheryl Bosa wore a split jersey in the stands yesterday, even though Joey Bosa could not play. One of four family affairs 
in the NFL yesterday. Dalvin and James Cook, Vikings and Bills. Bradley and Nick Chubb are cousins, Dolphins and Browns. Equinemius and Amon Ra, St. Brown, Lions and Browns. And the Bosas and, uh, and their mom, Cheryl Bosa, joins us next uh, to have a little fun. And then we'll get back to your phone calls at 888-957-9570. It's Willard and Dips. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.